0: What, what, what makes me tick as an entrepreneur uh, is to create something different. So I created some wine-infused coffees, a sriracha chocolate-infused wine coffee, a chocolate and a merlot-infused. They're all done with merlot. I created a bourbon-pecan coffee, which is one of our best-selling coffees.
1: What's the first city that comes to mind when you think coffee? Seattle? Are you telling me that you didn't immediately think Cleveland? No, not that Cleveland, I'm talking about Cleveland, Georgia, the home to one of the most unique coffee roasters in the country. I came from the mud. I'm David Zelski, and this is the Fork in the Road podcast, featuring the stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the peach state and beyond. Today, we find ourselves in the North Georgia mountains on the northern side of Cleveland, about five miles south of the alpine village of Helen. We are here to talk coffee at Jump and Go Coffee Roasters. And my first question for owner Charlie Britt is probably the same as yours. Where'd the name "jumping Goat come from?
0: Well, basically, the the folklore about coffee is, uh, many years ago, a Ethiopian goat herdsman named Kaldi was free-range feeding his goats. And so as they were free-range feeding, they would come up to these bushes that had red cherries on them. And coffee, as many people may not know, is a red cherry, like sweet little cherry that has a bean in it similar to a bean cherry or a regular cherry, and that's the coffee bean inside. These goats would eat these sweet um, little berries and they would start becoming hyper or jumping around. So henceforth, the the folks in that part of the country, they decided to, well, we don't know what it is, so let's boil it and then we'll try it and drink it. So they did and they actually got a little bit of a buzz off of it and they, as folklore says they would take this juice to the monastery and let the monks have it so they would drink it and stay up all night and meditate and so I'm not sure if that's a true story or not but it's a great story because our name is jumping goat our registered trademark and if you'll look through the if you ever google things for coffee you'll see a lot of goat companies that are coffee companies like flying goat, dancing goat, crazy goat, happy goat you know all those names are associated with the of how coffee was discovered. Yep,
1: apparently we're all addicted to our morning cup of joe because some ancient Ethiopian goats were getting buzzed off cherries. Why didn't they teach us this in school? Okay, back on track. How did Charlie get into this business?
0: Well, um, coffee was by accident, really. Um, when I was married uh, to my wife, we did a, a honeymoon in Telluride and when we were driving around we went through this little mountain town and we saw this coffee shop had a little bakery and a bookshop and I told my wife now that would be kind of a fun thing to do and so when we got back we started playing with the idea of creating a coffee company and we actually were gonna go to Asheville and start a company similar to Jumping Goat and in the process of all that The actual, the original owner of Jump and Goat, which was probably about a year and a half after they'd started it, approached us about buying their company, so we decided to come through this area, which we had never been here before. And we fell in love with the mountains. The people are extremely nice. A lot of uniqueness here, Uh, real laid back compared to Destin, where we were from.
1: The area around Cleveland and Helen is so gorgeous that Charlie just completely forgot about Asheville. Score one for the Peach State.
0: We do offer inside seating, and we also tried to create enough room outside for you to get out here and really take in the awesomeness of Mount Yonah, the big stone-faced mountain here. Um, It's just, you know, it's it's just a serene setting. Um, This actual hill here is a rock, and, um, you know, there is some, Past history here of of a motorcycle church, and um, once that ministry ended, um, somebody else bought this property. We ended up buying it from them and turning it into what we think is a, you know, I don't know the correct word. It may be feng shui. Correct. When you come into our facility, most people say, "Oh, it's so peaceful in here, so nice." And so we've tried to create that environment. Uh, you know, we. We're not a party place. We don't, you know, we don't want a bunch of people you know, making a lot of racket. We're trying to shoot for a serene experience here and with a view that's, I think, one of the best in the area.
1: Now, if you've seen the logo, you've kind of seen the view Charlie is talking about.
0: Yeah, we, we actually have two logos. Our registered trademark logo is for our coffee, and that's a whole different logo. Um, which you have to represent your logo the way it is to protect that branding so we do that. So for this location here our Jumping Goat Coffee Roasting and Tasting Room we have a specific logo for it and it's a goat head with one of the horns being the picture of Mount Yona and the other horn being the picture of Pink Mountain and so the mountains are a big part of what we represent here as our new location. People love to come here and gel, drink a cup of coffee, do other things we offer. But we have a lot of kids that come from college that get on Wi-Fi and and just enjoy the serenity of this area. It's it's about seven and a half acres here. And it's just a really nice, subtle place to be well off the highway so you don't have the traffic noise. And so it's a great place just to kind of sit and enjoy yourself.
1: Serenity is actually the perfect word for it. The views are awe-inspiring here. And the coffee experience is unlike anything you will find anywhere else.
0: Exactly. We the the concept behind Jump and Goat Coffee Roasters and Tasting Room is to create what we wanted to create was first of all just a real nice, comfortable place to come. We wanted to create a uh, experience, so to speak, a destination. So when you come here, you can do a lot of things. We we try to do everything we can from you know other Georgia grown companies like ourselves, and so we do we do you know full espresso bar coffees Uh, we have some unique coffees like wine infused, bourbon infused coffees I've created we do uh, tastings for coffees we roast about eight different origins and offer cold brew and nitro coffees and some of our stout infused coffees that I've created but we also have other things like you can do honey tastings, balsamic olive oil tastings you can buy Uh, different unique uh, plethora of different products like uh, we sell a mead product which is a honey wine from another Georgia grown company who also does our honey and so we have gifting items uh, we have inside outside seating Wi-Fi music on the weekends live music and we've also done a number of events weddings receptions birthday parties all those kind of things on our grounds
1: honey, mead, and balsamic vinegar tastings, weddings, parties, and live music. Those are all amazing things, but I personally want to go back for a moment to this.
0: We have some unique coffees like wine infused, bourbon infused coffees I've created. We... I'm sorry, what? Well, the, the thing about um, what, what, what makes me tick as an entrepreneur uh, is to create something different. So I created some wine infused coffees a Sriracha chocolate infused wine coffee, a chocolate and a Merlot infused. They're all done with Merlot. I created a bourbon pecan coffee, which is one of our best selling coffees that I all actually handcraft to make myself. I don't let anybody else do that. These are about a year, they took about a year to get them tweaked. Uh, Now I have the formula and I'm expanding that into the uh, stout infused coffees the last one I'm going to do is going to be an IPA coffee, which will have that grapefruit finish to the coffee, and there's nothing else like it that I've seen that's available. So it should be quite enjoyable. I've already tried the stout; it's you can you can put a stout beer and my nice stout coffee, and you're drinking the same thing. Mine's just better.
1: <laughs> stout beer and wine-infused coffee, <laughs> mind
0: blown. Well, the the what's what was important to. My wife and I, and she's co owner with me, Terry Britt, um, we wanted to create what we feel is the best. We're, we're going to choose, just like if you're going to buy steak to cook, you're going to, if you really want a good steak, you're going to go to a special cut that you enjoy. I've always said the best cup of coffee is the one you enjoy. However, the coffees we offer, we think, can help you enjoy those coffees more because they're either going to be fair trade organic certified. A rainforest alliance certified they are artisan roasted which is not by any profile coffee gets more rain less rain colder warmer different things that affect each crop so we roast small batch artisan roast and everything we roast again is the fair trade or for rainforest alliance i buy the very best coffee we can And the other uniqueness of Jumping Goat, we offer maybe seven or eight different origins you can try. So you can actually come here and do a coffee tasting of, say, a Colombian, an Ethiopian, a Nicaraguan, a Guatemalan, and, say, a Mexican or a Colombian. There's several coffees you can try. We are starting to get more people that want to request coffee tastings because there's nowhere that I know of around here or anywhere close by that you can do the plethora of coffees that we offer. We also offer cold brew. We're introducing our nitro coffee which is very unique. And as I mentioned, the the stout coffees are going to be quite unique as well.
1: Earlier, Charlie mentioned that he handcrafts the bourbon pecan coffee, but he doesn't do all the roasting himself. A man named Jacob Smith runs the roaster most of the time.
0: Well, this roaster is kind of unique. First off, it's made in America, made in Idaho. It uses propane and radiant heat, which is quite unique. And it's basically the concept of roasting is there's a, a, our particular drum is a stainless steel drum that rotates over a flame and radiant heat. And so that's how you cook the beans. It's, it's in a way like a backyard rotisserie grill. Jacob is our master, master roaster. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he's really good at it.
1: Coffee is the world's second largest traded commodity, crude oil being number one, Coffee is consumed in great quantities, making it the most beloved beverage after water, and it's worth over 100 billion worldwide. So, hearing that, how can Jumping Goat Coffee Roasters be a Georgia-grown company?
0: Although coffee isn't grown in the United States, um, there may be a few little plants here and there, but nothing commercial. Um, We bring in raw coffee, roast it, and manufacture it right here. That enables us to be a Georgia-grown company, and. People, it's important to us because we have people looking for those Georgia-grown companies.
1: So next time you're in the North Georgia mountains, I think you should make a little time to just stop on by Jump and Goat Coffee Roasters.
0: We're four and a half miles to Helen on the same road, Highway 75. We're probably about two miles to downtown uh, Cleveland or where Ingalls is on the corner. So this is a major through fare to Helen. and. Um, we kind of like that because we're right in the path of people going to Helen. And then we have our other location down in the Coochie Village which is just right outside the curve of Helen. You have a little goat there that kids can go see as well. Yeah, yeah, we actually have a stuffed goat there. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize it, but that goat was a, yeah, you know, we were like, well, let's get a goat. When we first you know started jumping goat down there, I said, let's get a goat. We need a mascot. Well, the, the goat comes in this, Saran wrap, that's all he came in. The guy dumped him off with a sticker on him that said jumping goat and it was wrapped in about five miles of Saran wrap. So we got him all out of that and we kind of got him all fixed up and I noticed there was a certificate in there and it said collector goat number, number. I didn't know. People collect goats. Goats are a very popular item. And so anyway, we have people from all over that take their picture with that and put it on Facebook and different things. So it's just kind of an icon to go over there and get your picture with the goat and go inside and try a little taste of our coffee.
1: The Jumping Goat location in Helen backs right up to the Chattahoochee, but don't go trying to ride your river tube all the way to it. Unless say someone wants this Jumping Goat coffee, but they're not going to be in the area anytime
0: soon. Well, David, we have a couple ways. Um, One and probably very popular is our website, which is jumpinggoatcoffeeroasters.com and we have all our coffees and different products on there. We have shipped coffee actually to every state in the United States, including Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico. The other way is we also have a, a very brisk wholesale business, which we roast coffee for a lot of bed and breakfast, restaurants, and coffee shops. So uh, we also have a lot of mom and pop little retail stores that like to stock our coffee to sell for their customers to buy. So we do have two other avenues. If you can't get to Jump and Goat right here in Helen and Cleveland, you can get through to us that way through the website or even maybe through one of our wholesalers.
1: Before we leave, Charlie wants to add one more thing about Jump and Goat Coffee Roasters.
0: All right, David, thank you. I've negated to talk about one of the things that a lot of the locals really enjoy here. We have a doggy park and it's Juna and Millie's playground, which is our dogs. And uh, we have groups of people that come out, bring their dogs, let them run around. There's really nowhere in town or anywhere around you can do that they'll enjoy a cup of coffee with their pup or they can have a glass of mead or something like that and enjoy themselves. And we have events, we, last year we did a costume contest for Halloween for dogs and raised money for a local no-kill shelter, Smithgall. And, and uh, so it's, it's a real dear thing to our heart um, to uh, share that with others who have their pets because there's nowhere else for them to get out.
1: Now, doesn't it all just sound lovely? You, your dog, unique coffee, and the serenity of the North Georgia mountains. Ah. For more stories like this one, you can watch A Fork in the Road on GPB TV or anytime on the GPB.org website. That's where you'll also be able to listen and subscribe to this podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. I'm David Zelski, Thanks for listening to A Fork in the Road.